Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Indeed it is. The Bob France Authority. Good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. Cutting, getting over a uh, bit of a cold that I uh, came down with over the weekend. Apologies for the scratchy sound of my voice today. I will do my best to power through this for you because we have far too many important things to talk about to let little things like illness get in our way. It's seven minutes after the hour at nine o'clock as we start. On this uh, Monday, the 24th morning of the month of September in the year of our Lord, 2018. And away we go. Deborah Ramirez told the New Yorker that when she was a classmate with Judge Kavanaugh at Yale, he exposed himself to her during a drunken dorm party. Ramirez says she doesn't fully remember the alleged incident because she'd been drinking. Judge Kavanaugh calls the allegation a smear, plain and simple. Meanwhile, Michael Avenatti, who represents adult film star Stormy Daniels, claims he has knowledge that Kavanaugh and high school friend Mark Jones Judge plied women with alcohol and drugs to take advantage of them at multiple house parties in the 1980s and plans to release evidence in the coming days. If it wasn't clear before, it should be clear now to everyone. What I've been saying for a little bit more than a week now since this whole thing happened last Sunday, the first uh, revelation of this letter was last weekend, the letter that Dianne Feinstein had that she presented to the FBI a full two months after she received it from, uh, allegedly received it anyway, from uh, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. I've been saying for over a week now, this is not about proving Brett Kavanaugh's guilt. They don't care about Brett Kavanaugh's guilt in this Dr. Christine Blasey Ford fabrication. This phony story they created um, in order to destroy Brett Kavanaugh's character wasn't intended to prove anything. It was intended to delay the vote. Why delay the vote? You know exactly why they needed to delay the vote. They know 
that not a single thing that Dr. Christine Blasey Ford can say in testimony, whether it had been given last week, whether it was given today, which is what it was supposed to have been given, or on Thursday this coming week, or this coming Thursday of this week, that she speaks before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Nothing she says is going to lead to any credible evidence whatsoever that would lead Brett Kavanaugh to either withdraw his own name from consideration for this nomination or Donald Trump to pull his name and say, I'm going to nominate someone else. They have nothing, nothing, zero, less than nothing. Every single person that Dr. Christine Ford is trying to claim might have been at the fictional house in the fictional year in the fictional summer uh, in which this fictional escapade took place, every single name that she has come up with has said, men and women have said, I wasn't there. I don't know what she's talking about. They have no chance whatsoever of putting a glove on Brett Kavanaugh when they have this hearing, if it indeed comes off on Thursday. They know it. Dr. Ford knows it. The only thing they can do is delay, delay, delay until what? Until they can find somebody else to step up and file another fictional claim, a fictional allegation of abhorrent behavior. And then they're going to drag that one out. Are you watching all of this play out? Why why aren't they having, now that they agreed to the terms of the testimony, which, by the way, is, again, another sign of Republican spinelessness, Republican cowardice, Republican jellyfish. I mean, to change the, the somebody put this on Facebook. I think it was Facebook. It doesn't matter. Change the Republican logo from the elephant to the jellyfish until they, till, till they develop a spine. It was supposed to happen today. But Dr. Ford says... I, I'm I'm not comfortable flying because I'm afraid, and 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 you know, um, since I'm afraid for my safety, I'd feel safer driving from California to Washington, a three or a four day trip. Why? Because she's really afraid of flying? No, because it's four more days to dig up more dirt. It's four more days of delaying, and that's exactly what they've done. And in the process of delaying the testimony of Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, if it was going to happen, it should have happened a week ago. Instead of having that testimony then, they delayed it enough so that the New Yorker and Ronan Farrow can go out and look for and hunt down somebody else to say something negative about Judge Brett Kavanaugh. And that's what he found in this Ramirez person. Now, I'll get to the unimaginable, indescribable flimsiness of this most recent allegation in a moment. I mean, it's it's really hard to wrap your brain around everything that is being said by this woman about Brett Kavanaugh when you consider all of the circumstances, her admitted inebriation, her lack of knowledge of anything of the sort for 35 years, being asked about it this week and then saying, no, I really don't remember much about it at all anything credible at all, then six days of being prodded and poked, and Lord knows bribed for all I know, by Democrat senators. We'll see if she has any sudden personal enrichment when all of this thing is over. After six days, okay, yeah, I do remember it now. Six days of being prodded by Ronan Farrow, prodded by Democrat senators, 
now this Ramirez character is trying to say that uh, that Brett Kavanaugh exposed himself when they were freshmen at Yale. Get to the flimsiness of all of that in the, of, of uh, all of that in a moment. But just look at what the process is, my friends. Look at what the goal here is. Delay, 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 delay the Christine Ford testimony as far as we can. And right now they've got it pushed all the way out to Thursday of this week. Remember, we were supposed to have the confirmation vote last Thursday. But all of that got derailed. Delay this testimony. And when this testimony is given on Thursday... When it becomes what we know it is, a great big giant nothing burger, a ball of he said, she said fabrications, or she said, he said in this case, when nothing comes of it whatsoever, then it will be not let's vote on Friday. It will be, hold on, what about Ramirez? Now we need to get her to testify. And she isn't, doesn't feel safe either. And so another week will go by while she makes her way to D.C., and then here comes creepy porn lawyer Michael Avenatti describing things that are, quite frankly, too disgusting to discuss on a, on, a, on a morning radio program. But let's just say this. Michael Avenatti is now accusing, without evidence, Brett Kavanaugh and his friend Mark Judge of, how can I phrase this again for morning radio? Let's just say group activities involving drugged and alcohol um, uh, uh, inebriated women. He's accusing them of, of some really, really horrific things that make it pretty clear to me that the man has lost all sense of touch and understanding of reality. I think he truly is now confusing real life with one of his client's movies because what he's describing sounds like something that happens in a Stormy Daniels movie but he's trying to claim that it actually happens in the, in the life of Brett Kavanaugh. He is a part of the hashtag resistance, which declared from the very outset that they will stop Brett Kavanaugh by any means necessary. There is so much information to go through on this today. I want to share with, it, share with you as much as I can. I've got audio clips for you. I've got uh, uh, written pieces that, uh, that break all of this down literally uh, step by step. The playbook that they are following is so transparent, it is so easy to see. They had no, they cannot touch Brett Kavanaugh with Christine Blasey Ford. They know they cannot touch Brett Kavanaugh with uh, this Ramirez woman. They know they cannot touch Kavanaugh with whatever garbage Michael Avenatti is going to pull from the script of one of his uh, client's movies. They can't touch him, but what they can do is each one of them takes a week. Each one of them takes nine to ten days drag 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 and by the time we get to the uh it's time for it to be time for a vote you know it's near october and then they make the case let the american people decide let the american people decide who runs the senate so that they can make the the vote uh on uh, on uh, uh judge kavanaugh's confirmation hearing this is exactly what their goal has been from day one I've said it before do not focus on the allegations do not focus on kavanaugh do not focus on what he did or didn't do. Focus on the process because they drag it out further and further and further, asking for more and more. They've got Craigslist ads, for crying out loud, running in virtually every city Brett Kavanaugh has ever visited, begging somebody to step up and say he did something terrible. Credibility or no credibility? Evidence or no evidence? Corroboration or no corroboration? Witnesses, no witnesses. Doesn't matter. Somebody say something so we can say, aha, 
It deserves an FBI investigation. And that gets us closer and closer to our goal, which is delay until after the midterms and hope that the Republic or the uh, Democrats win back the Senate so they can just vote it down or at least win the House so they can file articles of impeachment against President Trump, thus nullifying any nomination that he has made during the period of the impeachment proceedings. My friends, this is a whole new ball game. It's a whole new ball game. This is something we never could have seen coming to this level. And maybe maybe I shouldn't say never. Maybe in your wildest political imaginations you could have. But but this is so far out there. We, we have not seen anything quite like it. Keep in mind, when you're evaluating anything that comes from the mouths of Senate Democrats, whether it be Gillibrand or Feinstein or Blumenthal or Schumer or any of them, Kamala Harris... Keep in mind, within minutes of the name Kavanaugh coming out of the mouth of Donald Trump as the nominee for the Supreme Court, a website was launched called StopKavanaugh.com. Within minutes, they pledged to stop Kavanaugh, quote, by any means necessary, end quote. And now here we are two and a half months later, and we find out that they were right. They meant it by any means necessary. Because the right to murder babies is so important to them, and they fear that Kavanaugh could be a vote that stops them from murdering murdering babies with impunity. It's so important to them. Stop him by any means necessary. And if that means fabricating sexual assault claims or indecency claims, do what you have to do for the good of the republic as they see it. My friends, we are at war. And I would advise you now to gird up and get ready to go. Uh, Arm heavy. And that doesn't have to be literal. Arm heavy rhetorically, but, but arm heavy because this war is just getting started. And I, for one, am ready for battle. Two one six nine zero one zero nine four five. It's about France at thirty on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Mike Gallagher, weekday mornings at eleven on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. All right, 924 now, the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, the answer. I've got so much information I want to share with you, but I also do want to take your phone call. So I think I'm going to do the latter first. Uh, I do have Congressman Jim Jordan who will comment on this and more coming up uh, at about 948 this morning. Uh, he will be our only guest today, so lots of opportunities for you on the phone lines at 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110. Don't forget, you can tweet to the program, Radio Done Right on Twitter, Radio Done Right. I've been very active on that today, and Facebook at France Radio, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio. All right, Mark has been waiting in uh, Fearfree Park since we started the program. Thanks for waiting, Mark. You're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, good morning, Bob. Uh, I might be all over the board a little bit here. I just had my one cup of coffee, but... Uh... Anyhow, this, uh, you know, going back, and just the tr- truthfulness, like in the New York Times and any of these other people, lies about the killings in Ukraine, phony Palestinian pictures of people uh, uh, killing kids, uh, uh, Woodward's book, you know, and then all this anonymous letter comes out, which I think really stinks, you know, really stinks, but... Uh, I, I think they could get any kind of clown out there. Who knows what the, you know, Hillary, she spends millions of dollars on this Pfizer report. 
nothing surprises me anymore, you know. And uh, now they have this uh, other woman that came out that you I've been watching it on the news. Even her witnesses stink. Uh, but you know what? Uh, there was one thing I was watching the other night. She doesn't even one. have any witnesses. She doesn't have any witnesses. They don't just stink. She has right. no witnesses. Everybody that the New Yorker contacted, everybody who uh, was uh, at Yale at the same time with the two of them that may or may not have been at a party in which something like this happened has have all said they have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. They were never at any such party. So she has, just like Deborah, uh, or uh, Christine Blasey Ford, Deborah Ramirez has zero witnesses. Well, you know, it's just like the... Uh uh, the woman from California, the one so, supposed witness, didn't see anything. But she's she's a well. The woman was very nice and this and that and really you know you know wonderful woman and all. But you know I'm going back and uh, you, you probably watch all these crime stories on TV and that. And I I don't know if you remember the one from up in Alaska where the stripper and I think it was George Carlin's son who was involved in this and uh, killed a guy. And then then she takes off, and she's down in uh, down in Texas there for many years. Marries a doctor that has a couple kids. Boy, everything they said about her, you know, most wonderful person involved in the uh, Girl Scouts, blah 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 blah, down the line. Well, the woman they finally brought her back to Alaska, and she's in prison now. You know, but uh, anyhow, you know, I was just going to finish up on uh, one one other thing. There was uh, I don't know if you know I remember hearing a, a show one time. You know, Alan Dershowitz, I think he was involved in the same type of thing. He had some uh, uh, some uh, accusations placed against him from some woman, and this went on for some time. I don't, I don't know if you were familiar with that or not. No, I don't remember anything about Alan Dershowitz, but uh, and while I have a great deal of respect for him, despite his status as a liberal law professor, um, he, and thanks for the call, uh, he was never nominated for the Supreme Court, so for whatever it was, it was never going to be as big as this is, obviously. Thanks for the call. Jan in Cleveland next. Hi, Jan. Oh, hi, Bob. Uh, you know, what we need is a not-me movement with women speaking out, but I hope you would drop that murder charge for women we're never going back to where women ha- are going to be jailed. I mean, they've never been jailed. It's it's impossible to keep a woman from having an abortion if she hates the child. She has no use for this child. I mean, it's way too liberal with, with taxpayers funding all this uh, all this abortion, abortion on demand, partial birth abortion, no accountability for the man who, you know, it's it's. It's so bad, but please don't keep saying murder. You're just going to turn women off because sometimes... I'm not, they... I'm not sure what you're saying, Jan. What are you saying? You're saying well, that abortion I'm is saying... not murder? You, you don't see abortion as murdering babies? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'm, I'm saying you're, you're never going to stop women from having an abortion. And if, if a woman was raped or if her a little girl is 11 years old and has a bad, uh, I don't know if you saw Cider House Rules, but you've got to be realistic. What would you do if a woman got pregnant and you said... Jan, you can, you can be anecdotal all you want, and you can tell little anecdotal stories about this terrible situation or that one, but it, you, you're just going to, we're going to fundamentally disagree if you don't see murder or abortion as murder particularly what is legal in the United States today, murdering into the third trimester when you have viable That's children who are being killed. That's the point I am making. The, it is well, no, no, it isn't. Liberal. Your point is your point is you didn't like My me saying point. murdering babies. That is murdering babies. Now, if you don't feel that way, that's okay. Well, mur- but but okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to change it. Taking the life of a baby is wrong. 
but w- so, what is, so, what, so so uh, so so okay, so you're, you're so hold on so you're hold on so your your solution here your solution to make is to make the the killing of these babies sound better by saying let's just take their the, these women are allowed to take their lives Bob, but not murder them listen, you're, you you so you're you're playing the semantic game through. what would you do if tomorrow abortion was totally illegal in the country and a woman came and said i want an abortion well first would you of put all her in jail for 9 months so she wouldn't Eat the wrong food, Jan, you can be pro. You can be pro baby killing as long as you want. And that's okay, but don't expect me to be the same way, and don't expect me to soften the language because you think it's okay to let uh, 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 babies be murdered. That's okay. That's that's your call. We all have a, a view on this, and we all can, you know, we can all defend it to the hilt. But don't call me and ask me not to call murder what it is. You know, or ask me to to call murder something that it's not. I'm not going to say taking the life of. If you take a child who has a beating heart and is its own life, and you snuff that life out, you've murdered it. You can you can call if you want. You know what, Jan? Join the the, the movement. Walk in 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 the next um, uh, uh, women's march. Wear the hat. Carry the signs, and be as pro baby killing as you want. That's okay. But just own it. Don't don't call me and tell me not to call it that. If you're pro baby killing or pro, I'm sorry, pro taking the lives of babies, and you think that's okay, fine. You call it taking the life of a baby. I'm going to call it murdering a baby. That's just and that's okay. We can be different on that. Thank you for your phone call. New, uh, news now. Your calls after this. There are two sides to every story. There's the mainstream media side, and then there's the truth. You are experiencing the truth. The Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. All right, 935. Now the Bob France Authority continues on AM 1420. The answer. So good to have you, as always. Um, I want to get back to the Brett Kavanaugh part of this conversation uh, because we kind of got derailed there by talking about the you know, I mean, it is connected. It's not like these are, you know, uh, these are totally uh, inconsistent stories or stories that are not uh, related to one another. Because it was the Stop Kavanaugh. That that website that I told you was created literally minutes after it launched. It wasn't created. It created ahead of time, I'm sure. But minutes after... Kavanaugh's name was announced by the president as his nominee. The website Stop Kavanaugh was launched, and if you look at it, it is exactly what you would expect it to be. Uh, it is the American left's hysteria. Quote, the biggest fight of our lifetime is here. Donald Trump just nominated Brett Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court. Based on Trump's uh, Donald Trump's stated criteria for filling the seat, we already know three things for certain about, about Brett Kavanaugh. Um. One of them being, quote, Trump explicitly told us he would only nominate judges who are anti-abortion and would overturn Roe versus Wade. Kavanaugh gave a speech just last year praising the dissent in Roe versus Wade. If confirmed, Brett Kavanaugh will serve on the court for life, shaping the future of our country long after Trump is out of office. And on and on it goes. But the point being, they were bound and determined, and many of them, including members of the United States Senate, Democrat senators, were very clear. We will stop Kavanaugh, quote, by any means necessary. They will not be deterred. The fight of our life, they say. 
It doesn't matter what has to be done to stop him. It just must be done. And that's why the theatrics and the hysteria at the three days, over 32 hours of testimony at the confirmation hearings. By any means necessary. Cory Booker, I'll violate uh, 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 committee rules and lose my seat on the Senate if it means stopping him. By any means necessary. They tried everything. And all of it failed. All of it failed. And so we were three days away from a confirmation vote. And here comes Christine Blasey Ford by way of Dianne Feinstein with a phony accusation of sexual assault. By any means necessary. Were you not listening? They told you. And they meant it. They'll stop him by any means necessary. We can't have Kennedy, the swing voter, replaced by a conservative. We must stop Trump's nominee, no matter who it is, by any means necessary. I hate sounding like the broken record that I know this does, but you have to understand this. That's where the motive lies in all of this. Nathan on my Facebook page said it as well. Perhaps if there were no other motive, the accusations would have credibility. But using this allegation at this time by political opponents to block a Supreme Court nominee that they oppose politically is transparent. Of course it is. And what is also transparent is their attempt to try to find as many accusers as they can with as little credibility as possible. It doesn't matter if they prove his guilt in any of them. As long as they have accusers, they have delays. And that's what Deborah Ramirez is. She's just the latest delay tactic. Deborah Ramirez, 53 years old, attended Yale with Kavanaugh, accusing him now, after being contacted by the New Yorker, accusing him now of exposing himself to her during a drunken party. This, by the way, when she was contacted by the New Yorker, she was reluctant to characterize Kavanaugh's role in this alleged incident with any certainty because she admitted to being on the floor inebriated. But after six days of prodding and poking by her lawyer, by Ronan Farrow at the New Yorker, <clears throat> and most likely by many Senate Democrats and their, uh, their um, uh, staffers, six days later, yeah, I do remember it now. It was Brett Kavanaugh, and I remember it all, and here's how it went. The problem with this, of course, is the same problem that Christine Blase Ford has. There is absolutely zero corroboration. And anybody and everybody who has been contacted about this denies it. Men and women alike. That part of it should matter. Now, following up on this, the New York Times followed the role of the New Yorker in investigating the New York Times ran a piece yesterday essentially declaring what the New Yorker has done here to be a non-story. Quote, The Times had interviewed several dozen people over the past week in an attempt to corroborate her story. And talking about Deborah Ramirez now, not Christine Blasey Ford. And could find no one with first-hand knowledge. Ms. Ramirez herself contacted former Yale classmates, asking if they recalled the incident, and told some of them that she could not be certain Mr. Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. So the accuser herself in this second fairy tale 
told her classmates she wasn't certain if it was Brett, were you? And none of them, zero, nada, zilch, none of them could recall what in the heck she was talking about. So this is where we are. A drunk woman from thirty uh, uh, from a drunken episode 35 years ago that would be otherwise totally unremarkable, a drunk woman, admittedly drunk, with nothing but fuzzy memories of something, is supposed to be believed? Is supposed to prompt an FBI investigation? Despite all of the other people who were with her, who may or may not have been drunk, saying, I don't know what you're talking about. That's supposed to be another reason to delay the Kavanaugh confirmation? The sad part is Deborah Ramirez will not be the last. Christine Blasey Ford was obviously not the last. Deborah Ramirez will not be the last. Because the Democrats have an endless supply of Kavanaugh accusers, all locked and loaded and ready to go. All they have to do is be against Donald Trump and be asked, and they will come up with something. It is an unbelievable turn of events. It's something you just cannot imagine whatever happened in the United States of America. But this is where we are. The new standard of proof for filing a public allegation of, of criminal behavior against someone is just simply to say, I remember it. I repressed it for decades, but now I remember it. And now it's supposed to launch FBI investigations and end people's careers. This cannot be our America, my friends. It cannot be our America. All right, it's 943. Going to clear the decks here and make room for Congressman Jim Jordan to have his say on this and more, including Rod Rosenstein threatening to record the President of the United States in an attempt to try to use the 25th Amendment to get rid of him. That's right, and he's still employed by the Department of Justice. We'll see what Jordan says about that and more coming right up on AM 1420, The Answer. Progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. It is indeed 948 as we continue on AM 1420. The answer. Phone lines are open to you at 216 901 0945 and 888 281 1110. We'll get you up on the radio as quickly as we can, uh, but we are awaiting the contact of uh, Congressman Jim Jordan as well. Don't forget you can tweet to me. If you can't get on uh, on the on hold quickly enough, two one or you tweet to me at Radio Done Right rather Radio Done Right, and on Facebook you can comment at France Radio F R A N T Z Radio. And as promised, the aforementioned Fourth uh, Congressional District Representative from Ohio, Mister Mister Jim Jordan, joins us now on AM fourteen twenty. The answer, Congressman. Good morning. Hey Bob. Good morning. All right. Uh, kind of a kind of a. Tough time to be going back to D.C. and going back to work, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> well, well, we got um, you know we got things we got to get done, and, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I, or uh, our leadership has made the decision not to. When you, we talked about it, I think last week, not mm-hmm. to not to fight for the border security wall. Which you know, you think about the drug problem, the gang problem. Uh, it, it's it's directly related to lack of security on the border, and the border security wall has to happen. Doesn't look like it's going to. Um, 
So, and then, of course, there's lots of other important issues with, with what's yeah, going yeah. Yeah, and with what's going on in the DOJ and with what's going on in uh, uh, in the Senate, obviously, there's all yeah, these things. Yeah. That's kind of let, let's take them one by one, and we'll start with the biggest story, okay. which continues to dominate the you know this country. Quite frankly, I mean, Congressman, I, I'm so worried about the new standard that is being set um, yeah. for for you yeah. know accusations in this country. You, you know, we now have two women who have made accusations with exactly the same amount of credibility. That is zero, zero evidence, zero yeah. witnesses who will corroborate. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, all the way down the line, and it has led to exactly what the Democrats have wanted all along, calls now for either Kavanaugh to withdraw uh, or to uh, delay indefinitely the vote uh, on his confirmation until full-on FBI investigations into all of these things can happen. We, I don't know. I feel like I am watching the destruction of the Constitution and the destruction of the, of, of the rule of law in the United States. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, it's sad to see. Um, look, uh, you want to take any woman's um, accusation uh, seriously, and I think the Chuck Grassley in the Senate has. But as you point out, there's very little evidence to support what they've said. No one can corroborate it. And what I do know is uh, Judge Kavanaugh is an amazing, amazing record. Seems to be. I mean, I had I had the pleasure of talking to him once, visiting with him a few years ago. Just a wonderful, wonderful guy with a great family, and I think a constitutionalist, a conservative who who is. Totally ready for for uh, I think uh, this this you know this job. So I hope he's confirmed. I hope it's as soon as possible. Um, and I hope they. I hope I'd love to see him vote and, and put him on the court here uh, right away. But um, we'll see how this shakes out. But I like you. I'm just I'm just nervous about what, what now is the is the process that seems to go through when a conservative is nominated for the court, and it's it's unfortunate. You know what what really worries me, Congressman, about this. Um, Hugh Hewitt tweeted something about this this morning, and I'll paraphrase it. You know, we always say women should be believed. Women should be believed, and these things should be investigated, and so on and so forth. But you know what? These women are also often mothers, or will become mothers someday, and they're going to have sons. Yeah. And 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 yeah. what 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 are what kind of a world are we going to be raising our sons in, where all it takes is the uncorroborated, unevidenced word or accusation by someone to ruin a son's life, to ruin a career, yeah. to derail a career, to perhaps even take away his freedom? These kinds of things can't. You know, Brett Kavanaugh is forever, whether he gets confirmed or not, going to be stained by these allegations, whether they're real or not yep. when are we going to look out for the boys of this world? no it's it's sad um it is it is it is just sad to see um and you know the fundamental premise the founders understood this it is innocent until proven guilty and there has to be proof there has to be evidence there has to be witnesses who can corroborate and and and, and say that, that what what's being alleged is actually actually happened so uh, we don't seem to have any of that right now and uh, i like you am, am troubled by all this uh you uh, the idea that you have to prove the negative from 36 years ago um, just is is it's a standard no one can meet, and it's um, it's tough. So let's hope the Senate does the right thing. Um, let's have the hearing, and then let's uh, let's hopefully they'll vote and put uh, Judge Kavanaugh on the court. All right, let's talk more about the DOJ. This is something you have been uh, very closely involved with for, for some time now, and we all know that there is a deep state. We all know that there are some people working behind the scenes to derail the president's agenda and, if not, uh, destroy him altogether. Now we find out last week about Rod Rosenstein uh, suggesting, and not even denying it now, but it's saying that he yeah. said it in jest, suggesting secretly recording the president of the United States to get embarrassing things from him on tape so that they could then invoke the 25th Amendment and remove him from office for being unfit. Uh, Congressman, I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm at a loss for words on this one. 
Yeah, no, no kidding. So, so what needs to happen more than anything else this week, in my judgment, is Rod Rosenstein <clears throat> needs to be in front of the House Judiciary Committee, and we need to question him under oath. Because even if you're just joking about um, uh, recording the President of the United States, that you should not be joking about that, particularly in front of folks who work for you. I mean, understand Rod Rosenstein is, in essence, the head of the Justice Department. He's the Deputy Attorney General, and more importantly, or as importantly, he's the guy overseeing the Mueller investigation. So, uh, look, I, I step back and I say a couple things. I don't... Andy McCabe, this is based on the McCabe memos, which, frankly, I asked to see those back in July. I asked the Department of Justice in a meeting to see those McCabe memos. They told us no. Um, but Andy McCabe has proven he doesn't tell the truth. Inspector General said he lied three times under oath. I don't know that you can trust the New York Times, and I don't know that you can trust Rod Rosenstein. So I don't know what to believe about what the New York Times story said. But one thing I do know is I want to see the McCabe memos, and I want Rod Rosenstein in front of the Judiciary Committee under oath answering our questions. And frankly, I think that should happen this week, because um, what our leadership's telling us, we may not be back in session until after the election. So I think that should happen this week. Now, where are we on, on you seeing those memos and all of the other documents that the president ordered declassified and available for public release last week? The president said he was going to declassify them and make them available. He, he uh, then indicated later in the week that he was going to run that process through the inspector general. Uh, I'm a little, little concerned about that because that may take some time, but uh, I do trust the inspector general, so we'll see. But the McCabe memos specifically... That uh, we asked, we had a meeting with with uh, the, the top Justice Department officials back at the end of July, right after the Peter Strzok hearing, and we asked them specifically in that meeting about the McCabe memos. And they said, "Nope, we're not going to give them to you." Ongoing investigation, and, and of course, the ongoing investigation is the Mueller special counsel investigation. But somehow they can leak it all to the New York Times. So who leaked it? Did the Justice Department leak it? The very people who said they won't give it to Congress, or was it from Andy McCabe, or? Maybe maybe the special counsel leaked it, but somebody's giving the information to the New York Times for some reason, so they would write the story they wrote about Rod Rosenstein on uh, last Friday. So I don't know all that. I don't know who's being who's telling the truth, who isn't. But what I do know is McCabe memos are getting leaked, and they won't give them to us. And I do know that Rod Rosenstein needs to be in front of the House Judiciary Committee so we can ask him questions. Uh, have you ever seen anything like this in Congress? Uh, in, no. uh, not just in Congress, in government. I mean, it, it, things changed, it seemed, uh, in November of 2016 when President Trump was elected. I, I mean, I know there have been nefarious goings-on and some backroom dealings and things like that. And we all know and, and are well aware of, of a lot of the tawdry stuff that has gone on in Washington through the years. That's why we call it the swamp. But I have never seen anything like this that the President has had to endure and that you and your colleagues have had to endure as the majority as well. No, I, I, I'm with you. This, I, I thought the worst thing I'd ever seen from government was a few years ago when we caught the IRS targeting conservatives around the country. I thought that mm -hmm. was the worst. I said nothing could get worse than that. Going after people's First Amendment free speech, political free speech rights, systematically targeting them for doing that, making it, and harassing Tea Party groups around the country until this came along. What this, when you have the FBI using the crushing power of the state to use one party's oppo research document, which was false, as the, as the reason to go get a warrant to spy on the other party's candidate for president. That is, as I say this all the time, that is never supposed to happen in the greatest country in history, the United States of America. It is never supposed to happen. But we're now seeing, as you pointed out earlier, Bob, uh, no longer innocent until proven guilty, uh, that standard mm -hmm. being, being uh, attacked. We're now seeing the, the, the government use the power of the FBI to go after one party's candidate for the benefit of the other, that, that is as wrong as it could possibly be, and it's happening in America. And that's what gets me so fired up, and it's why I'm on this issue and will continue to stay on it until we get answers to these key questions. And it's why Rod Rosenstein, again, 
needs to be in front of the judiciary. Who was all in these meetings where he's he's supposedly joking, sarcastically saying that the president needs to be, we need to record the president? Who was in those meetings? Sounds like Andy McCabe was. Sounds like Peter Strzok may have been. Sounds like Lisa Page may have been. Oh, those happen to be the key people who've all been fired or left the FBI. Most of them were demoted before they left the FBI. So those are the kind of things. For not so sarcastic, uh, for not so sarcastic yeah. attempts to literally undermine the president. I mean, exactly. and, and, you know, what Strzok and Page had been conspiring to do, for goodness sakes, that's not sarcastic. And so I'm quite certain if all those people were in the room, it wasn't just a jovial atmosphere. Hey, maybe we should record. Yeah, they, it, it's, it and, sounds and, like Bob, everything the they were doing is deadly serious. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but here's the other thing. Remember the timing. This is May of 2017. This is when it was all shaken down. This is when all these writers have been writing about stuff that was that was going on and, and, and supposedly going on in, in the president's administration. But this is May May 9th, Comey gets fired. May 17th, the special counsel gets gets approved. All this stuff is happening right around when when they name Bob Mueller. When Rod Rosenstein wrote the memo laying out the reasons why Comey should be fired, and then he's overseeing it, and then he's talking, even if he's sarcastically talking about uh, recording the. Pre- this is all happening in May of 2017, and that's important to, to uh, as well uh, for for the context of all this. Congressman, I've got 60 seconds left. You started our conversation by talking about the wall and talking about funding. So let's talk dollars and cents here for the last minute. Uh, is there going to be a vote on a CR to essentially extend the omnibus that we hated from earlier this year? Is that where we are? Yep. 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 That's going to happen. The Omnibus Extension Act, uh, that terrible omnibus that we all, every single member of the Freedom Caucus, a whole bunch of other conservatives voted against in the House that passed back uh, right before the Easter holiday. Back in the spring, uh, that's going to be the vote uh, later this week. Uh, I think you're going to see every member of the Freedom Caucus vote against this one as well, uh, and a bunch of other members of the, of the Republican conference. But we'll see. But you I think the, pres- like you think the president will sign it. Uh, they, they put the president in a tough situation because it's the military fund. It puts us all in a tough situation because we all want to help our military. But mm-hmm. I am not going to. I'm not going to vote for something where we're not keeping our promise with the American people to build a border security wall. And we and we we fund so many things in this health and human services part of the bill that just we told the voters we wouldn't fund that we wouldn't do. So that's the problem. Um, I wish we would. I wish we would have the have the debate. But uh, we said this three weeks ago on your show. We needed to start this debate this, at the fir- first of this month and have the whole month of September where we could have been laying out why we need that border security wall funding to deal with the opioid problem, to deal with the gang problem, to deal with, you know, to think about people like Molly Tibbetts and, and what happened with her and I. That's, we should have had that debate, but no, no, we're always afraid to have a real debate. Goodness sake, that's why the American people elected us. And this so is exactly why, part. yeah, th- this is exactly why the gavel needs to be in your hands. And if there's ever more of a, of a reason to call for Republicans to turn out the vote and keep control of the House, for goodness sakes, keep control of the House so that we have an opportunity yeah. to put the gavel in Jim Jordan's hands. Because uh, in the hands of uh, current leadership, we're not getting anything done. And God forbid, if it's in the hands of Democrat leadership, we can yeah. only imagine what's going to happen from there. Congressman, thank you for the time. As always, we'll talk soon. You bet. Congressman Jim Jordan on AM 1420, The Answer. I'll go right back to your phone calls after the news here on the Bob France Authority. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.